Let's turn it into a weekend of love with some great tips on enhancing your marriage with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. Let's turn it into a weekend of love. I like that. I like that. Welcome back. Our World Famous Marriage Talk segment. It's on, baby. Uh, this has been going on for years. We're now up to marriage tip number 210. Why? We do it because uh, nobody in radio would ever support me when I said we should talk about the glory and the sanctity and the holiness of marriage and the steaminess. Because every radio, FM, music radio show, if there are any left, will do segments on like celebrity breakups. Who's cheating? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? And I'm like, well, what about the positive stuff? And, you know, uh, you know the story after that. Banned, fired. You know, I was like, they're like, knock it off. So we, we do it now. We're up to marriage tip number 210 uh, with our good friend Robert Kosick. He wrote the book Honor the Vow many years ago. That's where he first met. He's been writing our tips since then. Mr. Kosick, happy Friday. Welcome to the World Famous Marriage Talk segment. Hey, happy Friday to you, Sam. I was listening to you and Denise talk, and it reminded me of a story. My wife and I were debating something. I can't remember what it was. And my daughter looked at us and she says, what are you guys discussing? And I said, well, your mother and I are getting a divorce, and we're debating over who gets you guys. And I said, neither one of us wants you. <laughs> neither one of us. Now get out of here. But she looked at me and went, yeah, right, like you guys will right. never get a divorce. And right. I thought, what a, com- what a compliment for a kid to know True. that's not even an option. It's not. You know? it, it's not. It's, yes, ich verboten, sprechen Sie Deutsch. But it, it goes back to what I mentioned. I didn't feel good. I was under the weather. Got a little flu thing. And, and you know, when you're, it was nice to snuggle with Denise, and she would get me tea. And she brought tea to work and hot chocolate and get chicken soup. Wow. You know, and it's the same thing with our kids. Bubba didn't feel good. And she was talking about, even to a senior year in high school, if he had a little cold or something, this monster giant kid would snuggle into us with a blanket and just felt better, you know? Yeah, and, what, and what if the parents are divorced? You know, we, we know couples. We, I actually, well, I, all right. Well, we may have to do two segments today because we're coming across couples going through really, really bad divorces, and, and they're doing really bad things, really dangerous oh. things. But anyway, let's get to marriage tip. 210, folks, uh, here we go. I'll read it. Mr. Kosick will talk about it. More than words, more than just words. Do you remember your wedding vow? Regardless of whether or not you remember exactly what you said, do you at least remember what the vow represented? The wedding vow is an important part of the marriage ceremony, but to be honest, most couples don't really understand what the vow represented, what a wedding vow really means. First, it's a wedding vow. It's a singular one vow. That's why you both have to say it, too. It's a covenant, a promise, not a contract for services. Three, it's an unconditional commitment to choose to love each other no matter the circumstances. Take it away. All right. So uh, when I, when my wife and I got married, uh, I didn't have quite the depth of what I was really committing to. I just knew this really, really cute, blonde Texas girl was, was uh, willing to marry me, and I was all for that. So uh, over the years, obviously, I, I've, I've grown to understand a little bit more about what the wedding bell well, really means and try to encourage, especially the engaged couples, to take some time and really think about what they're committing to. And, and the first one there is, is it's a singular. Uh, the wedding vow is not something we do, we don't agree to. It's something I agree to, meaning that this is my commitment to you. That's why you both have to say it. He has to say it. She has to say it. You're both making an individual, personal commitment to honor the words of that vow. So, so it's singular, and I want people to understand that. It's, wait, 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 Mr. C., your phone's breaking up. Go, go. Uh, you might be oh, inside. Sorry. Yeah, good Hang on a second. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's a live show. We can talk. 
Hey, is that better? There you go. Okay, go ahead. There we go. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, so, so it's a singular. And uh, the second thing there is, is it's, it's a covenant and a promise. It's not a contract for services. And so many couples, unfortunately, think, well, we get married because she's going to do all of this and I'm going to do all of that or he's going to do this for me and, and they're going to fulfill these things for me. And that's not what a marriage is. Marriage is two coming together as one and all those other things are just how you make the marriage work better. It's not what you're contracting to do and too many people think of that they have these expectations and we've talked about that before uh and, and those those wind up not being met because they think well i don't have a good marriage because all these things that they promised they would do for me they didn't do and uh you know i want people to see it. it's not it's not a contract for services this is this is a an unconditional commitment to choose to love each other it is absolutely a choice and which means that if you decide to get a divorce you're choosing to not love that person and, and then, you know, people can cut that in where they want you, but that's just the way it is. Uh, those are just facts. And so if you, if you were to go through and do the vows and you said, we do, instead of I do, that would mean that as long as we are both doing, then we're good. But when you say I do, this is just me and my choice. So I hope people will understand that a little bit better. Ain't that the truth? Uh, and a lot of brides and grooms, when they pull out that little piece of paper and do the, the wedding vows, you know, the personal vows, yep. frame it. Take that paper, Absolutely. especially if it has, like, folds on it because you were nervous or the ends are torn or rigged. You know, the original, vow, that, the original vow should be a document like the Declaration of Independence and framed. Our wedding vow is uh, it, it, it's, kind of, it's like a ketubah, it's called in Jewish religion. It's framed, and it's, oh, right, nice. it's, it's right by our bedroom. <laughs> That's a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> and in and, and the, the Jewish weddings, there's a famous... Prayer. It's it's very short. And it says, I am to my beloved as my beloved yeah. is to me. Awesome. And, and that is to get that wedding vow, frame it. Remember, it's a covenant, not a contract. <laughs> not, a, not a contract for services. It's also, most people think, do, and they think, okay, you know, I got my life over here, and uh, the only thing I'm missing is a spouse, so I go and get married, and now I can check that box, and I add that to my current life. It doesn't work that way. It's an entirely different deal, which is a whole different segment. Ain't that the truth? So. Our world-famous marriage talk segment every Friday at 830 Central, 930 East Coast. Welcoming all the new listeners and viewers. Uh, there's also a hot and heavy marriage tip found on our Facebook page. And the topic is colors. Studies have shown that colors affect our emotions differently. Red and orange raise blood pressure and the heart rate, but are typically considered too stimulating for the bedroom. Yellow in large amounts tends to invoke frustration and anger. Bright blues, however, encourage relaxation, while greens relieve stress. If you're not ready to paint your bedroom, you may want to at least pick up a couple of bright blue and green light bulbs to create a more relaxing and stress-free setting. <laughs> that sounds like a 70s movie, you know? Where they, yeah. You Bouchard. know. <laughs> Blue shag carpet and green light bulbs. <laughs> and the chair that looks like a hand. You know what I'm saying? There you go. There you go. Yeah, so, so I was talking to a friend of mine. He said, uh, okay, you've done 210 independent different tips on the Sam Malone show, and then you're doing the hot and heavy, so you're really doing two a week. And he said, does it get difficult coming up with the different tips? And I said, there's so much wonderful thing to talk about marriage that, no, it's not that difficult to come up with the tip at the top. I said, but when you get down into the hot and heavy, it's one topic. 
every week, it gets a little more difficult, so you have to get a little bit more creative. And so I was just doing some study on some other stuff, and it was talking about how colors impact mood for offices and those kind of things. And I thought, well, what a great way to think about your intimate time with your spouse because so many times we're so stressed, and the day is just going 150 miles an hour, whether it's a weekday or a weekend, and we don't take the time to actually slow down to enjoy, kind of like you do with, with Denise before this segment. You get out of all that agenda and you want to slow down and transition. We don't think about the transition part of it. And I thought, well, this is a great way to transition. You can go take us even further and skip the lights and do color clothing that is blues and greens, whether it's just general clothing or intimate clothing. That would do the same effect. It just has that other kind of uh, relaxing, stress-free kind of moment, music and all those things. And, and I just want people to understand that if you, if you work on a transition into your intimate times, It'll radically change Amen. the time that you have together. Amen. Talk radically about the, it. the glory and the sanctity and holiness and steaminess of marriage. What Hollywood won't do, their 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 hatred of of great marriages is so strong as you can see through all their programming. We we think it's essential to honor it. And the other thing, real quick, I'm going to change. I got 60 seconds. Is we've also noticed people going through tough divorce, just whether and it's the husband or the wife. It's been both. Really start doing dumb things. They're oh, now yeah. liberated from their spouse. And they start engaging and running around and doing dumb things. And one confessed to me that he has uh, gotten into the practice of uh, compensating certain kinds of women who do that for a living. Oh, my God. And going into areas which are very unsafe. And I told him that that is a dumb thing to do. And you uh, may not want to come visit me. Uh, you've got to stay, uh, because the, that industry is a very dangerous industry. Yep. The women who uh, have uh, managers are usually violent. There's drugs. There's crime. There's being robbed. So comment on that about when couples are going through a really bad divorce, they start doing they, – they leave their freaking brains. And this is women, too. They oh, yeah. leave their brains at home. They really do, and, and you see it, it twofold. One, in the stupid things they go and do outside because they're trying to – fill a void of something that they thought they should have had in the marriage, and but rather than try to repair it in the marriage, they try to go seek it elsewhere. 99 times out of 100, they go and do whatever they do, and they figure out, well, that wasn't fulfilling either. Because, because that kind of activity is not the true love, and that's what they really want, is that acceptance and that connection with somebody. You're not going to get that running around, plus diseases and all those kind of things. Amen. The other thing they, yeah, the other thing they do is against each other. And they're like, oh, okay, fine, you hurt me. I'm going to do everything I can to hurt you. And they're, they're yeah. working against ever being able to repair that marriage. And that's actually one of the first things that I do when, when I work with couples is no more negative talks to each other. You stop arguing with each other, you stop bashing each other, especially in front of the kids, and then we have something we can work on moving forward. As long as you continue to bash each other, you're going to keep going looking for that somewhere else, the, the acceptance and everything elsewhere. Right. And it's just a, it's a train wreck, absolute train wreck. And you're not happy at the end of it. It's, it's no. unfulfilling. It's hollow. It's, it, it just doesn't work. And then the gentleman said, I, I, I asked pricing. I don't know the current rate of that activity. And I said, what does it cost you to engage in these uh, business arrangements with these women? And he said, 250 to $300. My God. And I know, right? <laughs> We're so out of the loop. And I, I thought it was 100 or something like that. But I go, that's a lot of money. And then he said, well, what do you spend on a date with Denise that may end in physical activity? And I said, maybe $250, $300. But I said, but the difference is, if we fall asleep afterwards, my wallet, watch, and gun are still there. 
Absolutely. And he, like, to a silence, he, I said, so please disengage in this behavior. This is very, very dangerous behavior. Wow. He wants, to, he, wants to, he wants to send me a check for $250 <laughs> a week. I'll... <laughs> Well, I'll I know. Get that back but, with his wife. I'll but, teach him how to get that back from his wife. <laughs> but the concept is that, well, you know, you pay for it as a married man. I'm like, no, I really don't. I I love going no. out with Denise. You love going out with your wife. I, we, you know, it, whether it's a five dollar, we have our breakfast, five dollar omelet, whatever, to a nice dinner. It's being together, and whatever it ends with, we are in the same relationship together. No yeah. one's leaving for yeah. the next job, so to speak. Yeah, and if you want to look at it from an investment perspective, your your investment has a long-term, eternal reward. His has an hour or whatever he has, 30 minutes, an hour, and then that's it. The money's gone. There is no no. There's nothing. It's an hour. return on your investment other than whatever you get for that time together. You at least have that build of relationship and that bond that's yeah, continued, can. which pays better dividends down the road. So, Probably better looking, investment. Everybody's looking and saying the same thing you and I said, 250 to $300 for that? Really? I, know. Like, I didn't know, Crazy. but now I know. Got to wrap it up. Mr. Kosick, thank you. Our world-famous marriage talk segment heard Fridays. Fridays right here on AM 1070, The Answer. Marriage Tip 210. He's a, a marriage coach and an author and a deacon in his church and a great guy. Mr. Kosick, have a blessed, blessed weekend. You too, and have safe travels to uh, Washington yes. for the State of the Union next week. Have a I'm good going time. To, I'm going to the State of the Union. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Bona fortuna. Grazie. Ciao. Quick break. Back in a second. AM 1070, the answer. Not dreaming, sing.